You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, hey, thanks for joining me on this Thursday, and I'm super fired up for the weekend ahead. As we have our final installment, last opportunity for At The Movies at all our Eastside campuses, it's a great opportunity to invite invite someone with you. Online this weekend, I want to share one of the most powerful stories Jesus ever told in a message I've titled, Like a Good Neighbor. Uh, Now, these past couple days, we've been looking at a story in Acts 10 when the Apostle Peter experiences a second conversion and his world is rocked. Uh, Yesterday, we saw that breakthrough moment when God opened his eyes and his heart to people who didn't share the same ethnicity of Peter. Peter had grown up in an environment where he was prejudiced against anybody that wasn't a Jew. And it's just an amazing story of how God worked. And if you missed it, you can go back and you can read all about it in Acts chapter 10, or you could go back and just watch or listen to yesterday's uh, podcast. But Peter's example is a good reminder to all of us that even after we become a follower of Jesus and he rocks our world, Jesus wants to continue to keep rocking our world with an ongoing work of transformation. Philippians 1.6 says that he who began the good work in you will be faithful to complete the work that he began in you. So let me give you a couple of examples of God's rocking someone's world with a second conversion. Mary and Wallace Kamau are two of the most remarkable, brightest, capable people I've ever known. 20 years ago, Wallace and Mary, college-educated professionals from Kenya, looked around the Mathari Valley, one of the oldest, poorest slums on the planet with over a million people just outside of Nairobi, Kenya. They used to just drive by it every day, and God rocked their world with the needs of the 100,000 children who lived there with no education, no medical care, no daily nutrition, no one to point them to Jesus, no way out, no future, no hope. And God said, do something. And they felt we must do something, anything to help these kids with with what little we have. And with little more than faith and a dream and hope for a better future, they rented a little two-room house and started a school for 50 preschool-aged children. With the help of Eastsiders and many others, today nearly 20,000 children are getting educated, medical care, nutrition. They're becoming the next generation to change the Mathari Valley. Wallace and Mary were Christians, but this was like a second conversion where God rocked their world with this need, and the impact that they've made is quite amazing. Sometimes God uses crises in our lives when we're completely broken to not only heal us, but transform us more than we knew possible. And without these challenges we had to go through, maybe we never would have been changed. I've been friends with Robin Schwartz and her husband Dave for nearly 30 years. Back in 2010, Robin at the age of 36, was diagnosed with breast cancer. And of course, she went through everything associated with that. Double mastectomy, chemo, the loss of every hair on her body, and eventual reconstruction surgery. And Robin wrote me. She said, interestingly, a few years before that, I started praying that that God would recreate me and, and help me become the woman he intended for me to be. Never in my wildest dreams did I imagine cancer would come and change every piece of me from my physical body to my heart and my mind. But indeed, it did change her. And while every part of this journey has been traumatic for her, God remade her through the experience. And I want you to just listen what she wrote in one of her blog posts on the day she decided to shave what few remaining hairs she still had on her head. 
She said, the crazy thing is that God is so evident in each step that I take. I can't imagine doing this without him. It, it makes me so sad to think that there are people out there walking through this alone without a God that they can lean on. My walk with him has changed. My, my conversation with him has changed. It, it's no longer me rattling off prayers where I confess and ask and thank him and adore him. I, I feel him right next to me. So I just say something to him as I think of it all day. And sometimes he responds to me. I have been in prayer all day in the sense that the short little prayers that I lift before him while I'm driving or making dinner have become second nature for quite some time. But, but now it's like I'm sitting with him at breakfast at my computer. I'm acutely aware of his presence with me all day long. I'm not sending my prayers up to him. I'm looking him in the face and talking to him. And it's hard to describe how it's different from before, but it just is. It's very casual. It's very friendly. On one other thought on this, she said, before I retire for the night to sleep for the first time with my bald head, I'm honored that I've had the chance to worship the God of the universe during such a dark and complicated time. I've been stripped of any and all defenses. Never have I been so broken. Never have I been so emotional. Never have I been so raw. And I can honestly say that my heart rejoices in God's goodness even now. That's not to say there aren't dark, frustrating times. Because I do get angry and sad. And I feel so resigned. But I rejoice in the beauty and goodness of my God who knows what I am going through. And for that, I am so grateful. Bald head and all. Sometimes God rocks your world in a church service like he did for so many a few weeks ago when so many decided to say yes to Jesus and be baptized. Sometimes he rocks your world as you deal with stuff in your relational world or your marriage or your family. Sometimes like Robin, it's in the tough stuff in life. You just never know when or where God is going to rock your world, when he's going to move. But when he does, we need to be ready. God, I thank you for the way that you rocked Mary and Wallace's life 20 years ago and how it's impacted tens of thousands of children and their future. I thank you for what you've done in Robin's life at a deep level as she walked through her cancer journey. And I thank you for her healing today and her wholeness. But what she learned about you in that journey that she might not have learned in any other way. And God, I pray that we will be people that will allow you to continue to rock our world, to speak in and through us, and that we would be ready when you do. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me today. We'll wrap up the week tomorrow. Look forward to spending some time with you then.